Hello and welcome to another episode of Beauty Boss, the podcast about all things beauty and beyond. I'm Jackie from the team at Girlfriend and sitting across from me is the lovely Alana. Hello, each week we will bring you an interview with another one of the biggest beauty names in the industry, finding out all of their tips and tricks as well as delving beyond skin deep to find out what lies behind the beauty. Mm -hmm. And today, Beauty Boss went on a little excursion. We did. (laughs) We met up with the incredible Lou Teasdale and Lottie Tomlinson. Best excursion ever. It was at Bondi. It was on the beach. It was a really nice time. Outstanding. Wish you were all there. We do. We really do. (laughs) And then, of course, we wouldn't let you down with our holy grails. So, let's jump straight into our chat with Lottie and Lou. Besties first and Beauty Boss's second, Lou Teasdale and Lottie Tomlinson are killing it. From Lottie's lash collection with Huda Beauty and clothing collection, starting her own tanning company, Tanologist... And Lou has had her own journey to stardom, from being the lead stylist for One Direction to launching her own makeup line and now joining Lottie as the creative director for Tanologist. This duo are unstoppable and we're incredibly honoured to have them here. So let's jump straight into it. Lou, how did you land your gig in X Factor? Well, I went to London College of Fashion. I studied hair and makeup. I did my art foundation before that. And I just kind of assisted, like back then we used didn't have Instagram, so we used to have to like shoot makeup and hair looks with kind of up and coming photographers, would we'd find each other on the internet, run around London with our portfolios, trying to make people work with us, like all that stuff that you don't have to do. <laughs> and, um, assist on fashion week, like teams where people need big teams and you can get in there. I used to love all like the cheesy TV. Everyone used to know I used to love all the cheesy TV. And so the, the hairdresser on X Factor needed a main first assistant. And he said, like, three different people had recommended me. Because they're like, Lou will love that. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and started working for him. So that was it, really. I was just an assistant on the TV, sh- the TV show. Yeah. And I was hair and makeup. So I, I trained in both, which is actually quite a good way to get into the industry yeah. if it is something that you're interested in doing. Because... When you're, like, lower down the ladder, like, people are really keen on someone who can do both. Mm. So I used to stay with a couple of the signings. So Mm. from X Factor, there would be a couple of acts that would do well every year. And with One Direction, it was kind of like they just blew up. Yeah. And it was when I was pregnant. So it was, like, it just made sense to just stay with them instead of go back the next year and start with the next ten acts again. I thought it was going to be more of a chill out for me to leave the show and just... Just worked one out, but actually, jokes on you. Yeah, like, we like we like arranged to go away for like five weeks. Like we're going to do this five week tour, and then we didn't really come home for like four years. Really, yeah. it just kept going, didn't it? Like they just kept adding more and more countries. Um, they were just getting bigger and bigger. Um, and everyone was just in it together really like so many people were in it from the beginning it was a bit like we're in it together now so we're just going to get to the end yeah yeah mm-hmm. and what about you Wadi how is it having a, a brother in in one day it's all I've ever known really so it's quite normal to me but yeah. um yeah it's quite weird sometimes but it was nice to be able to go on tour and like experience it with him because mm. I've kind of been on the journey with him as well so yeah nice. and how is behind the scenes when you guys are on tour oh uh, we would we, we, like we, we, like now 
like back then we would just like moan and be like oh we're tired and traveling and we're jet lagged we miss and, everything uh, we want to go about home. everything yeah we miss our boyfriends and we just want to go home and then now we just like oh it was so good go like how happy were we like it was just so good at the time we were so lucky and like privileged yeah. and like we really look back at it really fondly and like try and like apply like that to what we're doing now mm. I think so that we don't have any regrets at all and we're like we, making the most of it we regret we regret like moaning and yeah. And, yeah, stuff like that, and, and being tired in our room all day. Yeah, because we would, we'll probably look back on this in a few years. Yeah. I think they were the best years, like we do with tour. Yeah. So it's quite nice. It's made us appreciate what we do now. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and obviously, it's brought you two closer together. You're yeah. very besties yeah, we, now. We were like really lucky because Lottie was like 15, and I was like really old <laughs> 20 years older than that I think she was supposed to come on tour and learn from me but actually because what was happening with social media and uh, YouTubers and like makeup was changing and I would have probably still be sat there with a lot of makeup artists that wouldn't really buy into all of that and she taught me like a lot about what was going on and was showing me these YouTubers I was like oh that's quite cool you know show me more of that stuff and we should be doing this and we kind of learned loads from each other and so I used to work with brands as an expert just like I had the idea at the time what about working with Lottie because she's like me but she's 16 which is <laughs> your customer and they like that that's relatable and that's kind of what influencers do now rather yeah. than experts really and so brands just started like they were pretty up for it like as soon as we said how about working with Lottie and so she was kind of like a, a little protege for me and then obviously we just still work together on everything we do mm. And Lottie, did you always want to become a makeup artist or did you kind of fall into it? No, I've always wanted to do it yeah. since being like 12. <laughs> you came to me as work experience when you were like 14. Yeah, I wow. used to like... She wouldn't the... speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I used to go through like my mum's makeup and ask her what different things did and I would wow. research all the different beauty brands every night getting from school go on their laptop and research all the different makeup brands and I knew every she knew brand. all the codes in Matt I knew the codes and I thought that was so weird I was like should I? maybe I should know all those because I don't but she knows someone them could show me like the lip, a lipstick from Matt and say the shade I would know the shade like, wow she's just, just a geek oh. I just lo- I loved it like an encyclopedia I yeah. loved it yeah, yeah. And so then from makeup, how did you kind of fall into tan now that you've launched Tanologist and it's come to Australia? How did the two kind of marry up for you? Well, I've always been really into tan. I think it does sit quite closely to makeup. And ever since being young, I'd always liked tanning and just liked how it made you feel better. And I'd never been able to find one that worked for me because it would always break me out. On my sheets, yeah, <laughs> yes. like a funny green colour, too dark, too dark, go patchy, and all the rest of it. So, I think as I got older and got more into like influencing and stuff, I knew I wanted to start a brand. I think tanning just like stood out as something I was passionate about. So, I decided to create this range that is like clean and clear, cruelty free, and vegan, and does all the things that other tans couldn't. Yeah, and now it's launched in Priceline yeah. here in Australia. Yeah. Did you ever imagine it would get this big? No, not at all. I think. <laughs> well, we used to go in Priceline when we were on in tour. Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're really like familiar with it. It's been like a bit of a whirlwind since it started. Mm. It's just on from strength to strength. I'm really proud of it. 
Very exciting. So you too, Lou, you've been working as the is the creative director on yep. this as well. How is it working together professionally? Do you guys have little tiffs or do you find it easy sailing? We have so much patience with each other, I think, from travelling together. Mm-hmm. And mutual respect, what we spoke about. There's not really any hierarchy. Lottie came in as my assistant, and now I'm kind of her assistant. (laughs) (laughs) We just have a good balance, I think. And she picks it up for me where I need her to. Like, if I'm going through something, she'll just pick it up and vice versa. And it just really works, I think. We're really lucky. Yeah. We just appreciate what each other has done for one another. There's a few of us as well that all kind of started back then and we do loads of stuff together, like we do revolve together Mm. and a lot of trips together. I think that really engages with our followers too. And I think it I don't know, it just makes it it's nicer. Yeah. It's so much nicer. So much nicer. Than Ooh. doing it on our own. Yeah. yeah. I'd hate that. Now. It's the same for us. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, it's so much easier we to feel you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I always make sure when we're talking about where we want to be and what we want to do, we're such a different brand. What I see Lottie becoming isn't what I've become. It's a totally different thing. She's her life's completely different to mine. She's been through totally different things to what I've been through in my life. She's interested in totally different things. Like she thinks I'm so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of like complements each other too, mm-hmm. I think. I think if we were interested in the same things, yeah. I would say it wouldn't be work. Yeah. 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 And you guys have had so many amazing career highlights. Could yeah. you pick one that both of you have had separately or together? <laughs> I don't know because things like this yeah. we're always like we are on such a good blag here aren't we like <laughs> honestly we just feel like really really lucky yeah, and lo- even like just coming the success here. of this is probably yeah great. like we launched yeah. in Target in um, July in July and then now here and we stopped touring and we used to like go about on business class flights and just be like we're going to have to say goodbye to this now because it's all over <laughs> we've travelled like we have been. and then we kind of just like put a bit of grafting with the Instagram stuff and working with brands and be our own thing of instead of working for someone else and mm. actually it's really paid off <laughs> that's our highlight isn't it like even when we get on the plane we're just like it's like we've done it for ourselves now. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're there yeah. for yeah. what we've made of ourselves, yeah. which is Aww. nice. And with the Instagram thing, you've got over two, six and a half million followers between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Does it ever get a bit much having people just watching everything you're doing, even if you're having an off day? Oh, we have control over that, though. Yeah, we just won't show. We post, if... like, yeah, we post what we want to post, I suppose. Yeah. And everybody has that. Like, no one needs to post anything they don't want to. No one's really intrusive no. on our lives, ever. We're quite lucky like that. Most celebrities have that intrusion, which we actually don't have. With people don't watch our every move kind of thing. Sometimes when Lottie was getting into this, I would hear people say to her, like, don't trust anyone. And I was kind of like, no, don't listen to that. Like, you can trust people. Like, you can trust yeah. most people. And we're really lucky to have these followers. That's why we, we did this, because we can react to those people. We can get their feedback. Like, if there's negative feedback, we can use that positively. Mm-hmm. We can try and speak to them and be like, well, how can we do this better? We've had them from so early on, like, relatively in social media land. And we've really learned a lot. You know, things that we might not even realised might have been offensive. You know, like, how you check yourself and, like, yeah. make sure, like, you're being inclusive with how you speak and, like, language, at like, trends, all of these things. We learned that so early on. Mm. And sometimes it would feel like you were maybe being attacked 
um, at first and you'd feel really defensive and like now I think like we'd We'll take it on board yeah just take it on board learn from it our Instagram is the most important thing to me now we're so lucky to have it and we use it positively so yeah. we, we don't really get like stressed about any of it really that's good because yeah. you know social media can be a bit of a bad place sometimes yeah. yeah of course it can be for so many people and I think so much more could be done um, from the platforms themselves I think with education I think with yeah. schools I think from influencers putting out a positive message we always make sure that we keep in touch we follow back we leave positive comments and so that people see us leaving positive comments yeah and um, even just deleting like negative stuff like just get rid of it like, I think there's a responsibility on influencers responsibility on parents there's, everybody just needs to get involved and make sure it stays a nice place because it is actually a nice place I think obviously Mm. it's hard for some people and a lot more needs to be done on that Mm. and you're both very worldwide travelers now Mm -hmm. what (laughs) one item do you have in your kit when you're traveling it has to be the drops because they make us look alive so we can land and take pictures straight away yeah (laughs) when we're on the flight we'll just take our makeup off add a few drops in time moisturiser yeah. or serum or something and then by the time you get off you've just got a nice little tan and drops and lip balm yeah that's a good tip yeah it's really good and they fit in your hand luggage so they're a really good one yeah. to bring along okay, I'm a big fan of the drops <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like them. especially when you get like so you don't get tan hands it's yeah. my thing is I'll mm-hmm. always actually tan to like my wrists and then put it in like a hand cream yeah. Yeah. so that Do you don't get weird that. brown hands yeah. and the rest of you is like a normal that's tan that's a good color. idea but yeah. it's a good idea <laughs> We're going to use that. Thank you. Yeah. So do you have any tanning tips that are like your number one thing that people should be doing that they don't do? My favourite, I use the water on the makeup brush on my face before bed. So like a big foundation oh. brush, buff it around, or even your bronzer brush. Brush it around, then when you wake up, your face is really glowy. Mm. I always that do that. That is a good one. Otherwise, you wake up with your little. <laughs> I think the thing with Tenologist is it's, it's not kind of this transformation tan where you're like this really dark colour from really pale colour. It's mm. really like just works with your skin tone. Mm-hmm. And so you can kind of warm your face up, maybe warm your forearms up if you've just got your arms out for the outfit. Do a little mist with the water as well. And it doesn't go on your clothes. Then it'll just kind of warm up throughout the day and you'll feel less, you know, and you feel a bit of sort of grey and pale and you want to yeah. look yeah. a bit more tan. Absolutely. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Definitely. And what about future Lou, future Lottie? What's happening? I think just growing the brand even more, like hopefully launching in more countries, bringing out new products. You have new clothing range coming out. Yeah. Exciting. That's exciting. We just want to do everything, really. Yeah. <laughs> Keep travelling. Keep travelling. I've been doing a lot of work on Instagram with my daughter. I love doing that. I could just do, like, mum and daughter stuff all day, every day. <laughs> we um, could see it all day, every day. Yeah, so don't it's hold back. so cute. And, like, I really love doing stuff with her. And she really enjoys it. I always sort of said, even when we were touring, if I didn't think she was enjoying it, then we reassess. But she just really enjoys it. It's a nice little discipline for her as well, isn't it? Like, when we're doing little shoots and stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to do more stuff like that. And then working on what, you know, what Lottie wants to be and amazing amazing so now we have to do our quick fire questions are you ready (laughs) if you could only use one beauty product for the rest of your life what would it be tonologist yeah drops the drops yeah you know mine's the water mine's drops (laughs) in dark yeah dark yeah it's got me don't waste time (laughs) what one word would you use to describe your beauty routines prep like we do like prep. glowy uh, I always yeah you're glowy. always glowy I think it's all about like your prep 
so getting your tan your lashes so you're kind of ready without being ready I like that mm-hmm. yeah what has been your biggest beauty fail right so basically remember when Sharon was it Sharon she did a thing and it was like I really liked it and it was a trend and what she did was oh, put yeah. mascara on my it eyes. was Sharon Dalsett who was a who she's was a, a like a huge makeup artist in the UK like really important one and it was when Lottie was really young I was like we're gonna go meet Sharon Dalsett she's very very important influential and just be really nice to her <laughs> so she did my mascara and then said that she's editorial and so it looked cool but then it's I abstract. did a selfie and put it on and there was a meme going round of me saying that I'd drawn them on to make it try and make my eyelashes look <laughs> like oh this little girl thinks that looks cute and, and it really upset it actually really upset me oh, going round no. all over the internet that was, that was just the biggest oh, fail for me did you that uh, haunts me <laughs> I was like, I thought I was really it cool because like she'd done it and she was such like a yeah. well-known maid for us. I was like buzzing and then <laughs> this meme started going around. People were actually sending me at school like, is this you? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it wasn't even me that did it, but yeah. oh what's yours? <laughs> my beautiful, I don't know, what's mine? What, that silver any. hair I had. Yeah, we both had that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably um, that was a bit of a... Yeah, probably just bleaching it until it like broke off to be like this length. Oh God, we used to, like, we used to this love before it. silver shampoo. We used to buy lilac hair dye and we used to mix it in with conditioner and make our own. Really? Yeah, because you couldn't buy it. Could you not? So we used to go in goth shops and buy <laughs> like purple hair dye and make it ourselves. So it was always a bit purple. And patchy, <laughs> and so just looks so bad. And we bleach it as white as we could. Would come through and yeah, it's brown. It's brown. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting really weird about it. <laughs> it's so dark. <laughs> and it's like white hair. <laughs> we used to call it blondorexia because we just couldn't even see. It was. <laughs> it was definitely. Like a, it's like a weird it, problem. Like, yeah, it was definitely dark. white enough, but we thought it was you dark. Genuinely, start thinking it was brown hair yeah <laughs> what is one of the beauty trends you've never mastered I don't know that's really hard this is supposed trend. to be quick fire yeah <laughs> no judgement it's okay no I have never really like mastered like the cut crease no yeah, yeah. I can't, like that contouring and cut, cut, cut crease thing like mm. because we were like beauty influencers they always wanted us to do these tutorials, these cut creases and stuff. And we used to just, like, go along with it and, like, yeah, I can do that. But it just, we just, I don't know, it never worked, did it? No. I feel like you have to ver- have a very specific face. eye yes. shape. I yeah, you have to have a face. Yeah. Like, Nikki's tutorials has got the face and yes. she looks sick. Yeah. And I haven't got it. Because no. it's like, I'm technically doing it right. Yeah, but, it's but it not doesn't look, look right. right. <laughs> it's my face that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And the last one. When do you feel you're most beautiful? Yeah, like when you're... When I get dolled up, when I've yeah. got a nice outfit on, my hair's done, my makeup's done. Yeah. I feel like I can... Yeah. Ready to hit the Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I can take on anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you get like a little yeah. buzz. You're like, oh, well, I look quite good tonight. <laughs> yeah, that extra three step. But you're like, yes, yeah. I'm going to go out now. You're like, I'm ready. Into a club, like, yeah. <laughs> And finally, if you could go back and give your 16-year-old self any piece of advice, what would you say? Don't complain on tour and enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> that was 16. Don't complain, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that would probably be it. So just, we just check ourselves, don't we, now? Also, don't wish away years. I think you spend your younger years, like, you want to be 18, then you want to be 21, and then... Yeah, but that's ambition, isn't it? And you, with mm. your ambition, you're wishing away well, all the good times. That's what I was <laughs> Like, you want to be 18, you want to be legal, and then you want to be 21. I thought you meant ambition. No, I'm on about drinking ages. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you get to that age and you're like, oh, what do I have to look forward to now? This is where we're so different. Like, I don't drink or party. And then Lottie, like, do. <laughs> there's always a battle. Like, they were trying to give her champagne at lunch just then, and I was like, she just, no. <laughs> Cut her off. Like, just, yeah, I'll just have one. <laughs> just sneak back don't in the bar. <laughs> well, like, she'll go and bunch it's like, don't get drunk. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending thank time you, with us today. You. Thank you, that was really fun. What a fun excursion. They are two of the nicest people ever. So incredible. So, so lovely. Also, we should set up a podcast studio in Bondi on the beach. Yeah. Definitely think that's Lots something we should look home. into. Definitely need that for me. Always for the UV. <laughs> Maybe a rashy. Rashy. Yes. <laughs> okay, holy grail. I will hit you with mine first because yep. I'm very excited about mine. Ooh. It is the Glow Recipe Watermelon Glow Overnight Sleeping Mask. Love. <laughs> so good. It's so good. I don't have to wash it off. You just sleep in it. It's just like a moisturizer, but it has AHAs and BHAs, so it's a little bit retexturing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very hydrating. 10 out of 10. The packaging is designed to look like a melting ice cube. Cute. Love it. It's Love. pink. It smells like watermelon Starburst mm-hmm. lollipops. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. favorite yeah it is so good makes you look so fresh in the morning it's not cheap i mean not shocking coming from you classic um it's 69 dollars for the full size but i actually mm. bought the mini what? because i have so many face masks i'm like i'm not going to use a whole one let's I be realistic here never seen the logical side of you before well here it is <laughs> making an appearance for one night only it is 34 dollars for the mini Cute. But I've been using it for ages and I've barely touched the surface and I've been storing it in my fridge. <gasps> Your beauty fridge. My beauty fridge. So nice and cool for I these summer it. evenings. I know. It's so hot. Whack it on. I smell like a watermelon starburst and then I go to sleep living my best life. I can't fault that. What is yours, Jackie? <laughs> Mine is the eye masks from James Cosmetics. Oh, yes. Yes. Tell me more. So, you know, as I said previously, I'm getting older and I need to take care of my crow's feet. I feel like you're very concerned about the ageing process at the moment, Jack. (laughs) It's the summer, the sun, everything's coming out. It's not good. Fair. So this was the Prepare Eye Mask. It's like $35, but you get five in like the little box. Like five sets, yeah? Five sets, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) An individual patch. (laughs) Five individual eye patches, just in case, you know, they're blue. They're so cool. Like, again, beauty fridge, 12 out of 10. But yeah, they're just, they just make me feel so good about myself. Look at you go. That's it. The end, full stop. Fresh baby under eyes. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. That's all the time we have today, girlfriends. But please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Please rate and review and make sure you subscribe so we can get to more ear holes each and every week. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, you can find us on Instagram at Beauty Boss Podcast. And make sure you tell us what you want to hear more of and who you want to hear it from. Next episode, we'll be bringing you another awesome interview with another one of our favourite beauty bosses. But until then, don't neglect your elbows when you moisturise. They get really dry. 
Bye. Bye.